You are tuned into the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast, your Rx for success in nutrition, mindset, and health to dispense the best version of you. The Fit Pharmacist is a movement in the profession of pharmacy. Here is your host for the show, Dr. Adam Martin. In every story, be it in a book, a movie, or real life, there is a hero and a villain. The hero seeks to overcome the villain, be it someone else or something else. Let's say the pharmacy student is the hero and the dreaded Naplex and MPJE is the villain. If you boil down your favorite flick on the big screen, this is the basic formula it boils down to. And we love watching the hero win. And how the hero wins is not from sheer will or tenacity, but from the guidance and support of a guide. That is why today we have a very special guest, Joanna, the creator behind The Pharmacist Guide. Joanna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Adam. It's lovely to be here. It's awesome to finally meet you voice to voice instead of the the Instagram uh, talk that we have on the social. (laughs) Oh, seriously. And first of all, I have been following you for a long time. I love what you're doing. Um, It's just exciting to see all the growth and you know, all the engagement that you have. Oh, thank you so much. That's, that's very kind of you to say. Um, guys, before we got started on the podcast, uh, I had the honor to talk a little deeper with Joanna behind her and her mission that she's going to share with you here. And let me just say, she is such a phenomenal, passionate pharmacist. Um, it's really an honor to have her. And I'm really excited for you guys to get the value that she's about to share with her mission, her insights, Um, and her commitment to really helping the profession advance so that we can become unified as pharmacists, pharmacy students, and just healthcare overall. Um, So with that being said, I don't want to steal all your thunder. Um, So Joanna, just real quick, for those who don't know you, um, if you guys are on Instagram, check out The Pharmacist Guide. She has tons of content, very inspiring. Um, But behind that, there's an amazing woman who is really committed to helping others in our profession. So that's not something you see too much on. So that's what we're gonna talk about here is how her experiences can help you become the best version of yourself, which is also what the Fit Pharmacist mission is all about. So with that being said, Joanna, can you share a little bit about your background as a pharmacist and where you are today and and kind of how you became where you are now? Yes. First of all, I liked what you said about how experiences are guiding you. I don't think we have a lot of control always about our experiences, but they always push us to where we should be, it seems like. Um, I actually started out as an English major in college, and um, ultimately my math and science background and love got the best of me, and I ended up in pharmacy school. But I've always had that passion for writing. I love connecting with people through... um, through that avenue. Mm -hmm. And I think that is one of the reasons I love um, my blog and I love blogging and connecting with people that way. But um, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's one of the ways we connected is um, a lot of people on social and you just kind of post a photo with a a couple words, but you go deep. And I was like, wow, like this, this woman has a lot of content and she's a lot to share. Um, So we, that's guys, how we kind of got started is through article writing. Um, I ain't the best English major in that, but I do like to write and obviously talk, um, and she does as well. So that's that's actually how we got started. So the power of writing and sharing your voice is is very powerful. Yes, 
Um, and through pharmacy school, I ended up, um, my husband with his career, we had to travel or we had to move for his training. So it ended up actually, um, at first I was really worried. I was like, I need to get a job right out of school um, and build myself up or build, um, build experience. And it was hard for me to accept that, you know, we're moving one place for a year and then we are moving to another place for five years. Mm. But that ultimately ended up being the best thing for my experience, um, the people I met for my career. I got a lot of great experience. Uh, my first job, I worked in this very small hospital, which was different from my later experience in a big hospital. Um, because when I was a small in a smaller hospital, I got to do everything as a pharmacist. Um, you're counseling patients, you're working on PIXIS problems, you're verifying orders, you're pulling up, um, you're doing sterile compounding. Whereas um, later, I think our, I loved the hospital I worked at, but it was a lot more silo-based, so you didn't get exposed to everything. And then I worked retail at a very busy store. Um, and as any, re at, when you talk about retail, I feel like every store is busy, but. Um, yeah, the life we live. <laughs> right. But um, so I got a lot of great experience and that helped me later when we moved to North Carolina, which is a hub for great healthcare. Mm. Um, so I worked at UNC as a clinical pharmacist for several years. Got some amazing experience there um, and worked with some great, um, I believe, pharmacy leaders. And then my ultimately my passion as with pharmacy school, the pharmacy school I went to, I did a joint MBA program. Um, so I really wanted to be on the administrative side or at least, um, with pharmacy leaders, which kind of circles back to my brand of inspiring and pushing people. But I ultimately, um, a job opened up at Duke and I worked in an administration there, which was an amazing, um, experience. I got to work with some visionaries in our field. And then I also, at that time, um, we opened a new hospital. We transitioned to Epic. So we, there was just a lot going on. It was nonstop. And I had a lot of great projects, most falling under the umbrella of quality or med safety. Mm. So that's kind of, um, you know, where some of my big interests are. That's fantastic. And whenever you say um, visionaries, you're referring to the president of APHA, I believe. Yes. Um, Dr. Paul Bush. Yes. He was an amazing, and he is an amazing leader. He really helped mold me and, um, he gave me a great experience and exposed me to a lot in our, um, in our field, both at Duke and also nationally, you know, he's very involved with, with our profession. And if I understand correctly, you gain so much from mentors that you've had and colleagues that you've worked with that you've kind of stepped back and said, wow, like they've pushed me to become the best version of myself, not only in my career, but in my personal life. And I believe that's where the pharmacist guide came from is seeing that value and thinking to yourself, wow, like I've had this amazing growth. I want to help others do the same, be it, you know, pharmacy students, pharmacists. Um, so uh, is that correct? Yes, absolutely. All the leaders I worked with at UNC and Duke were not satisfied being status quo. They were always, um, you know, pushing us. I had a very charismatic leader at UNC who, you know, was 
giving us books to read, and he was always reevaluating our pharmacy practice model um, at Duke, our drug distribution system. We were always looking into the best technology. Um, I worked on a utilization management project for medicine, which was one of my biggest projects. And it actually, um, as we benchmarked nationally, it was one of the ones that got us a lot of recognition because we were able to save millions of dollars by, um, you know, changing our use um, of maybe like Zosin or a drug like that, or even working with our co contractors. And care wasn't suffering, care was actually getting better. So I think everyone I worked with was always growing. And, you know, that pushed me never to, never to be okay with just sitting still. Never settling, but always striving to be your best version of you. I love that. I love that. So if you're listening to this podcast, clearly you're hungry for more. You want to be the best version of you or even exceed your own expectations, demanding more of yourself than anyone else could ever expect. So if you're listening and you're a student or a pharmacist or really any healthcare professional looking to be better, to grow just that 1% every day, um, Joanna, a lot of times they think, you know, maybe they're just beginning this process or they've been trying, you know, improving for a while, but don't feel like they're efficient or making quote enough headway. So if someone's in that situation, how would you suggest that they get started? What would you say would be like the best steps um, to either begin that process or to build consistency so that it grows and compounds over time? Okay, first of all, that is the story of my life. I think, <laughs> like, in the, especially um, in my 20s, I just felt like, you know, you want to be somewhere, but you just can't get there. There was a lot of frustration. That and hamster wheel. Yes, yes. Um, like you said about consistency, but first of all, you have to know where you're going. And I think we all think we want to be great pharmacists. Um, and I guess I can sidetrack and say, you don't necessarily have to know where you want to go as like your specific niche, but um, it's more global. I think like you always want to be pushing yourself yes. to be better. And I think the more you're working on yourself, doors will open and you'll find your way. It may not be instantaneous. And I think we all want to know what the path is right now. And that's not ever how it works. I think the doors open when they're supposed to. It's not going to open a year in advance. It's going to open, you know, at the exact time you need it to. That so, is, sorry to interrupt, but guys, <laughs> that is such a huge statement. Things happen when they are meant to. And if you feel like you're forcing something, that is a sign to not necessarily give up because you are going to run into obstacles, but really being aware that exactly how she said things happen in their own time. Um, that's not to say, you know, don't work at it or if things get hard, quit. That's not what I'm saying. But that, I, I can't say that enough. Like, that's so huge. So sorry to digress there. No, and piggybacking on what you just said about not quitting, you have to not, you can't quit because the moment you quit, you know, you could have been a step away from where you want to be. So I think, um, and again, what you were saying about being consistent, you know, just consistently working on yourself. Um, you know, my idea for the pharmacist guide started while I was at Duke and it's kind of been, it was at the back of my head for a while. And then we moved and I really missed the connection that I 
was getting from all these great leaders. And I kind of, when I first started my Instagram account, there weren't a lot of pharmacists in social media at all. And I really wanted to find them and to connect with them and advocate for our profession. And just, I think as pharmacy, we are stronger together and we have a lot of work to be done still with, um, you know, provider status and a lot of, there's so much that we can do. There's so many areas that we can fill that I think we're just at the brink of right now. And, um, and I can even circle back and say, I'll, everyone out there who is wondering, um, you know, what can I do? How can I make my practice better? There are so many little areas that pharmacists can slide into and enhance. So I think just being aware of that and keeping your eyes and your heart open, you'll, you'll, you'll find the opportunity. Absolutely. And I think from what you just said, um, people can glean two main points from that. Um, the first being, you said, you know, if there's so many areas to improve in pharmacy, while it is an amazing profession that I'm truly in love with, there's so much room for improvement and it's so broad, there's no way to do it all. So with that being said, knowing what your passions are and coming back to what you had said, not knowing, you know, exactly where like the, you know, step one, two, three, four, five is, but knowing what you're passionate about, really tapping into what you resonate with and pairing that with your why, that's so imperative because things are going to come up along your journey, uh, whether that's self-improvement or working on your profession or whatever it is, you're going to come across hardship. And that comes back to motivation versus commitment, where if, when you know day one you get started, it's rah, rah, I'm so pumped. But quote, you know, forgive my French, when shit hits the fan, um, that's when commitment really is essential. If you're in love with it and you have a strong why, you're going to be able to push through those hardships and stay consistent with your progress. But if it's just you know some sort of burst of motivation, when hardship comes up, it's going to be like, oh, well, you know, I don't really need to do this. I can find something else. So that's the first point I gleaned from what you said is really tapping into what you are passionate about. Are your goals your own? That's a huge point to really yes. The second thing is really tying into what you do is if you're in that area and you're looking to dive deeper, you need to have a guide. Well, I take that back. You don't need to, but if you want to be as successful as quickly as possible without having to reinvent the wheel, having a guide is going to save you so much time, money, aggravation, and really get you to where you want to go at a faster pace. And, and it just makes sense if you success leaves clues. So if you follow in the steps of a mentor who has done what you're looking to do, that is the best way as far as efficiency goes. And as a, I'm sure all of you listening are, are type A pharmacists like myself, I'm so type A, my, my name starts with A. It's like super. <laughs> um, but I digress. Coming back, it, it really helps. And that's why your mission, Joanna, with the pharmacist guide is so imperative because it provides that guiding system for people whether they're pharmacists, pharmacy students, or really any healthcare professional, that point of having a mentor or a guide um, to show you the way to help you learn from you know, your mistakes and things that you learned along the way um, are, are really imperative. Uh, that's what I do with our coaching group, the Rx for Success, is when I started my business, I made a ton of mistakes. I spent a lot of money I didn't have to. I wasted a lot of time. So people looking to get started, I'm like, all right, don't do this. Don't do that. <laughs> um, okay. This is the better way. 
So that's why it's it's really uh, a helpful thing to do and, and why I think your account and your mission are so invaluable to the profession as a whole. And exactly. And like you said, we're all, we are all so unique and we all have different stories that drive us and push us to our passions and just really what makes, um, what we, how we follow our heart. So we don't want to fit into it any mold. And that's why we, like you said, need mentors and guides to kind of help you blaze your own trail, um, and find what works for you. I love that. And being consistent and persistent, that's guys really the key to success. Every, I get asked all the time, you know, what's the shortcut? Um, how do I get super successful? And it's, it's literally just taking the same steps every day. Focus on the fundamentals. Keep going. Just focus on improving 1%. You don't have to, you know, publish uh, 10 books in a day. You don't have to, like it, the time frame. I think the expectations and comparing your results to others and having unrealistic expectations about time and when things should happen are the most common reasons why people get discouraged or give up too early on their goals. Um, and something that you said is so important I want to drive home again is never quitting. Um, guys, I, you guys all know I'm super corny, so I'm going to bring this in real quick. But uh, in quitting only comes – let me make sure this is right. Yeah, quitting only comes before success in the dictionary, right? Is it my, do I know my alphabet? <laughs> yes. Q-R-S. Q yeah, okay, yeah. And that's just something you need to know is you got to put in the work. You got to put in the consistency. You can't quit. You will get discouraged. There will be setbacks. And that's why having a guide is so important. Um, it, it's just something I really want to drive home is, is it's just being consistent, literally one foot in front of the other day by day. And resonating with people on the same mission and having that uh, tribe that shares your vibe to get a little rhyming going on here, um, it, it really helps. It helps the process. It helps you feel like you're not alone because we're all going to have those dark days. I've had them. I'm sure you have. Yes. Uh, but but you know, sticking to it and, and bonding together is really one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give. Um, and something that, that I've heard from Joanna that I just want to highlight too. No, absolutely. So speaking of tips that we're giving here, um, are there any, because you've been in a few different niches in pharmacy, um, you have amazing experience from really great mentors, it sounds like. Are there any life lessons or realizations that you've had in your journey that really stuck with you uh, that kind of carried you from one niche to the other or still are with you to this day that when things come up they kind of remind you to you know go back to that focus um so are there any like main tips or lessons you've had that you think would be helpful to people listening yes let me see um kind of a global tip um and i think this does go with my personality a little bit but um you really have to get along, not get along with everyone. You may not like everyone, but you really have to, um, you know, I think understand in healthcare and when we're working with our patients, we are all going, moving towards the same goal. Everyone wants to help our patients get better. We all want them, you know, to get better as quickly as um, in the most cost-effective way um, with the least side effects. Like that is everyone's pretty much our goal. No one wants to put a hurdle in the other, you know, in 
a doctor or a nurse's way or a customer's way. Um, like we want to give you this medication. It's not like we're holding it back from you. Oh, I man. think um, us all understanding that mission or and being kind to each other is really the ultimate thing. Um, so that's my first one. Just find a way to get along with everyone and be kind and um, and work together. And then from my time at UNC, the one of actually I can think of many of my bosses there, but my main um, boss, who's now their pharmacy director, was so charismatic. I think it was so infectious, and he made you want to be better. Um, so kind of digging deep into myself and and projecting that same charisma, that's going to wear off on other people. They're going to want to be better. And we always wanted to do our best for him just because he was so good at what he did. And, you know, we knew he had, we knew that he had our backs. So, um, again, he was a great leader. And then from Duke, I think the leadership I saw there and the vision and the, um, and just how people weren't afraid to push the boundaries. And I don't mean in a bad way, like they were, I think pharmacy has been around for so many years and we always say, oh, it's always been done that way. Or that's how we, that's how that system works or that technology works. Well, it may not be efficient, et cetera. And they were always looking to be better. They were always pushing the boundaries um, as far as technology, policy making, um, our pharmacy practice model. And I think, you know, ultimately just try to be your best self. Oh, man. Um, a lot of people ask, like, how can I be my best self? Uh, and they look at just one side, just like pharmacy, like, oh, I just need to read a bunch of CE. Yes, that's important. But I think it really helps to develop yourself as a person and individual, because if you can master that, that's going to translate into pharmacy and into your relationships. And the first point of advice you gave with, you know, being nice to people and kind um, and just, you know, compassion is really, in, in my view, the number one essential key to being an, an effective and impactful healthcare practitioner, pharmacist or otherwise. But being able to resonate with people in, in that way really comes from personal development, looking at mindset. And for me, I found the best way to do that is through books and reading. And uh, before the podcast, we kind of started on that, that tangent of, you know, what books do you like? What are you reading now? Um, but it, it, it's such an important way because being the fit pharmacist, people think, oh, just fitness, like go work out. But just like you work out your body and your muscles, you want to work out your mind too. And that's through reading and through just broadening your mind, whether it's, you know, through a podcast like this one or reading a book or an audio book, but really working on that, going to seminars uh, is another great way to do that. Um, but uh, one that I've really gotten into in the past year that's provided immense value is really focusing on the advice that you gave, Joanna, with building relationships, um, which is one reason why I'm, I'm so passionate about this podcast, because I get to interact and learn from amazing individuals like you, um, who are genuine and passionate about helping others in pharmacy and beyond. Uh, so I think if, if you take just one of those pieces of advice, you'll start to see some sort of traction and, and maybe you're not into reading. Maybe you don't like listening to audiobooks, um, and, and you only want to listen to this podcast. Well, thank you for that. If that's, the case. <laughs> but shameless plug. Um, but 
uh, find what works for you. Try different things because it's a, it's a constant and never ending process of improvement. So it is something you want to do consistent. Like we said, focusing on the fundamentals. So in order to allow that to happen on an ongoing basis, you want to make sure it's something you actually enjoy and like. So that's why I say, if you really love books, then get into reading. If you really love meeting new people, go to a seminar, go to a conference, find what works for you and run with it. Yes. So with, with those tidbits um, of, I guess you could say just suggestions for scripting your success for personal development, I know for you, you have a ton of awesome resources and articles um, to share with listeners, whether they're pharmacy students, pharmacists, or other healthcare professionals. So with that being said, where can people go to learn more about you and your mission? And then also the resources that you have, what resources would you recommend for people to get started or even go deeper with their journey into self-improvement as an individual and as a pharmacist? Um, so my, my blog, my website is the And, you know, there, I just share my journey, basically, um, a lot of inspiration, um, and kind of internal motivation, trying to get people to, to see, you know, think about what they want to do. Um, as far as resources, I think, like you said, consistency is key. Mm -hmm. It's a lifelong battle. Um, not necessarily battle, right. But it's a lifelong journey of pushing yourself and, like you said, resources, reading books, talking to your mentors, and you'll find your way. You know, I've, I've found some great podcasts that I resonated with. Um, when I worked at Duke, my, my um, chief pharmacy officer always had great book recommendations. And surrounding myself with such powerful um, thought leaders has always helped me and um, push myself outside the box. We're lifelong learners, so keep educating yourself. Mm -hmm. um, conferences are a great way to meet people. I think all of this, um, and I know this is a whole different topic that we kind of touched on earlier, but time, I think pharmacists never have time. Everyone's worried about their balance, their work-life balance, and here we are telling them to do more. Yeah, yeah, do more. Oh, this isn't helping my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really what it is. I think um, time will always be fleeting and it, there'll always be things that are hard to fit in. And work-life balance is a myth. You know, I think the balance comes from within you. Yes. So I think it's just going to take, you know, being committing to the process. I think, um, my wise boss at UNC always said, trust the process. So trust your path, you know? That's definitely wise. And to address the time uh, component you touched on, which is so essential, um, I learn a lot from Instagram, believe it or not. And I found a one of those memes a few years back that really just stuck with me. And it, it's funny, but it's really true. Beyonce has 24 hours in a day too. <laughs> And I was like, damn, like, that's really true. <laughs> but if you think about it, like, you know, time can be such an excuse, but it's, it comes down to, you know, prioritizing and not necessarily the quantity, but the quality of what you're doing. So having that awareness, like you said earlier, about, you know, how you're spending your time, um, where your focus is going, and tying back really the, the beginning of this podcast with what your 
main passions are, what your whys are, and then really just take a take a inventory. This is what I'm passionate about. These are what my goals are. So like you said in the, in the first point at the very beginning is, is know where you're going, at least in a general direction. So just take an assessment or inventory is what I'm doing helping me towards that goal is what I'm putting my time towards benefiting my ultimate purpose. So I, I think that would be a great first step is really just that awareness and, and checking in with yourself to see, you know, is, is my time being used to its best ability? Because over time, habits develop. We're human beings. Habits just come up. Some of them are helpful. Some of them are not as helpful. Um, so I think that might be a, a good step as well. Absolutely. Yes. Well, Joanna, is there anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with? Any knowledge nuggets, bombs of <laughs> wisdom? <laughs> I think, you know, kind of what we've been saying the whole time, consistency is key. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid to follow your heart. You know, don't be afraid to turn a, a hobby into, you know, your life's work or don't be afraid to follow that gut feeling or your passion because, you know, it, it can always be your side hustle. It can always be your side business, but ultimately those are the things that I think make us unique and, um, you know, give us the joy that we need. Absolutely. We all have a voice and we're all different and sharing that is really the beauty of social media. You can do it in, in any fashion, whether it's audio, video, photos, blogs. Um, so it, it's, it's a great place. You meet some amazing people. Um, here we are, you know, talking on a podcast just from meeting on Instagram. So it, it's really an amazing tool that you can use uh, to share your story and connect with others and, and tie all the points that we discuss on this podcast um, into not only helping yourself, but delivering value for others, which really is what this podcast is all about is how to do that and use your gifts so that other people can benefit and then learn from your journey, um, which having a guide is so essential. And that's why I love that name, the pharmacist guide. Like, it's just so great and, and allows me to tie so many things in, in a nice smooth way. <laughs> I know. And I'm here for you. So if anyone, you know, send me messages, you know, I love connecting with others and I love encouraging you and supporting you. Um, and thank you so much, Adam. This has been a lot of fun. Oh, it's been a blast. Now, as far I want to make sure that people can reach you. So where where are you most active? Where can people find you and, and how can they contact you? I would say on Instagram, um, you can, you know, you can send me a, a DM there or my um, Gmail account is the pharmacist guide at gmail.com. And then on my blog at the pharmacistguide.com, there's a um, a button for you to send me a message. Excellent. Guys, definitely follow her. She is amazing and a genuine, genuine person and leader in the profession. So it has been an absolute honor. Thank you so much for your time, Joanna, and for sharing all of your experiences and tips with us on how to become better as ourselves and the fit pharmacist by using the pharmacist guide. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a great rest of your day and keep being awesome.